This is episode 141. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Need a show about outdoor living? This is where it's at with your host, Shane Chapman and Way Lorette. Thank you for tuning in. Now let the show begin. Yeah, yeah. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Let's go. Welcome, everybody, to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Really lethargic intro there. Oh, yeah. I thought my second vaccine this morning was lucky to even get out of bed. Oh, is that what it was? No. Sleepy Shane? No. I won't, uh, I won't perpetuate the stereotype or the fear that a certain segment of the population has. I feel great. Do you think I that's the fear, though? It's like, oh, you know why? You know why I'm not going to get a vaccine? <laughs> I'm going to be tired tomorrow. Going to be tired tomorrow. Tired tomorrow. But I, I am going to go out drinking tonight. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. The people that are most scared of the vaccine are the people that that I, the personal ones that I know of, at least, yep. are the ones that are putting all sorts of shit into their body. Yeah. That is not healthy to begin with. Right. It's almost as if their distrust of the government or of the man, whoever it is that they're scared of. The man. Is so big that they intentionally do things that they are told are bad for them and they intentionally don't do things that they are told that are good for them. You know what I mean? It's like. Right. Don't do meth. It will kill you. But I don't believe you. Uh, I'm doing meth. You ever done meth? <laughs> Prove it. Right? <laughs> the distrust is there. They smoke right. cigarettes. Cocaine, yeah. alcohol, yeah. all of it. It's mm-hmm. like, those are bad. Yeah, right. Yeah. I've, I hate Take the vaccine. That'll keep your life. Yeah. Ah! You ever seen- I know your shtick. You ever seen Joe Camel get a get lung cancer? Don't think so. The camel? Joe Camel. Well, whatever happened to what him? What about the Marlboro man? Where are they? They're probably dead. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't make it to 2020. That's for sure. That's right. So, who is even to know? Um, Bryce, you've got- some facts you want to share with us today. The moment. In the moment of uselessness. Let's get it. What Man, do you got? I like that. Right? I feel better about my day now. That feels so much better. Nobody, no one knows what's going on. <laughs> on the Instagram, you're like, what? This, this is the behind what the scenes happened? tour. You got to tune into the real show on Saturday to get the full experience. So it's summer. I like summer. You like summer. You were talking about how hot it is outside and how much you love summer. Global warming. Oh, oh, summer. yeah. Oh, yes. Sorry. I actually think I like global warming right now too. For real, though. Except I walked been... through the park the other night, and it was like a desert. The grass was all dead. It's pretty dry here. Right <laughs> no, yeah, it's pretty dry. I my house looks amazing because water I water the, the shit <laughs> out of my lawn. So when you drive in the, fr- I should take a picture. I'm not kidding you. It's like. Everything is like brown with a few blades of green grass here and there and all mm-hmm. the neighbor stuff. And you get to mine, it's just lush green. And then it stops again at the edge of my house. Nice. It's like, it's pretty pippin. But yeah, it's been dry. I, but what I was saying today, I was like, this has been the most amazing summer ever. Every day is like 30 to 38. Yeah. Which is like, I don't know what, like 92 to so 105. Like, it's just like. But I have to say, like, I don't have air conditioning. Oh, you Isn't that crazy? Son of a Isn't gun. that crazy? My air conditioning crapped out two years ago. And then that year there was only like one hot week. And I was like, well, I can, I can handle this. Right. And this year it's been really hot, but the (laughs) nights have been like 15, 16, not like super hot. That's cooled off enough that you can sleep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds awful to me. I, I would not do well without an air conditioner. (laughs) I would live inside my fridge. Well, think about it. Like, how often do I you actually it, use it? I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
no, full stop. You. We're not talking no, about thank it. You. Okay, let's well, no, get no, to no. these What facts. were you going to say, though? I'm curious what you're going to say. Think about what? Well, think about it. How, How often, often do you use your air conditioner? At, How at all moments of my time in the house. Every, even in the winter, you're like, no, you know how winter. cold it is outside? I'm going to get a colder. There's eight months of winter here. Not quite that much. There's like two hot Come months. On. There's like furnace, air conditioner time runs probably about beginning. Of, so May is a tricky yeah. month. May you need the air conditioner during the day. Nope. And the furnace <laughs> at night. I'm saying if you want to keep your temperature at right. like, a, like a nice 20 degrees. But you like it hot outside. I do, but I don't like it hot inside. I want a bit of, I want the best of both worlds. I want an option. Yeah. I want the option. Okay. How good is ice cream if it's not hot out? Still amazing. Oh yeah, you're right. That was a dumb question. (laughs) (laughs) The hell are you talking? Like, sure. You know what? I'm not even sure that ice cream is better when it's hot out. I don't know about that because it's just like, it's, it's creamy and full of sugar and milk. It's like not something that if I want to feel like, you know what I mean? It, it can, can kind of make you like groggy ice cream. It, groggy. It's dessert. It's ice like cream it's can heavy. Make you groggy. It's heavy. That's what yeah. I'm trying to say. Right? Yes. So Definitely. it's really hot out. I don't know that I really want ice cream, but I'd take a Slurpee. Like, yeah, buddy. A Dole Whip. A Dole Whip. Yeah. Dole that's Whip. Really good too. Dole Whip's better than ice cream. Okay, okay. What do you got for us today? Five summer facts. The last day of summer, that's where we're going to start, is always September 20th. Which seems weird to me, but I know it actually Why? is the, the last whole, day Your whole of life, it's been that day. Why yeah, is it weird to No. You? For when I was a kid, the last day of summer to me is when I go back to school. Right. Sure. When do you go back to school? Not September 20th. Not September 20th. That's when they should go back so to school. I find it so weird that American kids are going back to school now. August 12th. Like right away, right? In a couple yeah. weeks. That, they go back so early. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, so when does summer start then officially? June 22nd. June, it always starts between June 20th and June 22nd. It moves? Yes, apparently. No, it doesn't. Yeah, actually, that was one of the facts that didn't make the list. Because I thought it was kind of boring. But apparently, it's not. (laughs) So where are we at then? Are we, so we're not even halfway through summer. That's right. We still got 30 30 plus days. I I am sick and tired of people's attitudes in this city. (laughs) (laughs) Just Regina? No, in Canada in general. People bitch and moan too much. And here's the thing. There's so many people talking now about like, oh, summer's already over. No, it's not, no, it's not. already over. People, it like, as soon as it gets hot out and then they feel like they've been in it for a month, they're like, oh, now, like, where's the Christmas decorate? Right. No. No. It's I not, love Christmas. It's but. not even halfway over yet. Exactly. Quit whining about fall and that the it's going to be, like, it's still beautiful. It's going to be beautiful for two more months yet. Like, you'll still get, like, hot summer mm-hmm. weather for two more months. Mm-hmm. And then it'll start, start to cool off in the fall. But we're we're not, like... We're still in the front half of summer. Yeah. Quit talking like it's over. We're in the best. Settle down and we're enjoy it. We're in the it. best parts of summer. Go outside. Right? Yes. Every, you're, you've been in it. You like, you still like summer at this point, I think. And you know what the part that puts that into people's heads is that summer solstice is right like at the start of summer, right? Yeah, summer it's right at the beginning. Right there. Longest days. So it's like, then all you start here is like, well, oh, the days are getting shorter. Yet, yes, you're getting less sunlight after today for the rest of the year. But that yeah. doesn't mean it's that summer's declining. Yeah. It's just starting at that point. Exactly. It's okay. Summer doesn't mean that the sun's out for the longest. It's that it's out for the hottest. <laughs> or you could just be a regular, or I mean, not not a regular place. You could just be Saskatchewan and not have daylight savings time, and then it doesn't really matter. Right? None of it matters. None of it matters. Number two. Number two. Watermelon 
is a huge summer treat. And it's not a fruit. I agree. What is it? Uh, whoa. <laughs> well, it's a melon. Is it, Melons are not fruits. We're uh, saying. I guess not. Watermelon is technically a cucumber. <laughs> it's part of the cucumber family. That makes sense because my dad hates watermelon and hates cucumbers. How you could you hate stand, cucumber? How could you? Oh, uh, no, I... What? I love cucumbers. That's the one you're offended about? I understand why people don't like watermelon. No! I understand why people don't like cucumber. How, how do you not... <laughs> how do you not like watermelon? <laughs> how do you not like watermelon? It's sweet and delicious. It is sweet and delicious. And refreshing. But when you get a bad one, it's not good. Okay. I, so, yeah, sure. But if you get a bad one of anything, it's not good. Here's That's a watermelon. It's called a bad one. Here's a watermelon fact. <laughs> In the southern states, way back when... There were so many watermelon thieves that farmers used to put poison in a few of them. Really? And you could die by watermelon? Because of that, sometimes entire families would die because the farmer would forget which watermelon they poisoned. Holy moly. Well, that's not good. That's not very responsible. No. Sure, you could find another way. But Number watermelon three. in summer is amazing, and if oh, yes. sometimes my wife will buy watermelons and she'll cut it all up ahead of time, put it in like a That's container. That's the only way to eat it, oh, in my opinion. Man. Then you just like grab a fork and go to town on that mm -hmm. son of a. Yep. Yep. That's and the then, way to do it. And then if it starts to get, you know, and it gets like a little, like lets most of its juice go, you take all that if you get that far. Get a big so one. When does that happen? <laughs> <laughs> put that in the freezer. What? Yeah. For what? Because well, it popsicle watermelon popsicle no, and then you just toss it in the blender or toss it in your water. Oh, you got a little watermelon ice cube or a little watermelon oh, slush. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, see, who needs the ultimate deck podcast? This that's is now a good idea. cooking tips. It's a really good idea. But cucumbers, I get cucumbers aren't good until they're pickles. Whoa, 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 that's wrong. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> cucumbers are amazing, not good by themselves. You mean they're delicious? No, they're not. How are they? They're not. They're refreshing. No, they're not. They're not sweet. They don't need. They're a vegetable, man. <laughs> yeah, no, they're a cucumber. They're a they're a melon. Isn't that what you're just saying no, right now? It's, is that it's a the water other way? Watermelons are cucumbers, not cucumbers or watermelons. You're so you're gonna try to tell me now that a watermelon is a freaking vegetable? That's what that's what it says. I don't. Where did you get this from? The internet. Was it peer reviewed? <laughs> Thought so. Didn't think Number so. Number three. <laughs> the Eiffel Tower actually gets bigger every summer. I feel like, I feel like in a weird bad way. In this. Yeah. Guess how much bigger? <laughs> Six inches. Six inches. <laughs> <laughs> and just when there's lots of people around? Steel expansion. Uh, so, oh, well, we just talked about this the other day. That's we right. were like, does steel expand when it gets hot? That amount of steel does. <laughs> how tall is the... Like what are we talking? Oh, wow, about? What's you're the really here? you're really getting on me. I don't. That's know. It's not huge, right? Like it's, it's pretty it's big. big. Like is it like is it like twenty stories? Is that what we're talking? Or is uh, it like? Don't you dare give this to me in meters. I won't have any idea <laughs> what the reference point is in that. But I'm just like so, so. They also say that about the CN Tower. Not that it grows, but that it sways, and it's something like it's something like nine feet or something goofy. It sways. So it's. Oh man, that's oh, all I got was meters. Okay, three hundred meters me. or one thousand. That's a thousand sixty-three feet, feet yeah. tall. That's pretty tall. That's pretty tall. No, no, that's not right. That's right. No, that's, it's not. That's right. No, it's not. From the bottom, a thousand to feet to the tip. 
thousand. That's a hundred stories. A thousand feet. Yeah, a thousand feet is a hundred stories. Would be like a hundred stories. Yeah, that's not right. Three hundred. There's no way it's not. Is it? <laughs> the tower is three hundred and twenty-four meters tall, about the same height as an eighty-one-story building. So, suck it, Shane. That is way taller than I thought that was. How big do you think the Statue of Liberty is? Uh, it's well, a third of that. It's three times bigger than the Statue of Liberty. That's right. Well, that's crazy. I didn't know it was that big. So you then, th- six you think inches. The French people could give the Americans something bigger than the, they already had. No, I knew the Statue of Liberty was smaller. I've never been to Paris. I've never seen it. Oh, I've okay. been to the Statue of Liberty and I've seen it. And so yeah. I just I felt like the Eiffel Tower would be taller, but not three times taller. Nope. Well, that's crazy. That's really tall then. So six inches. So it's just a little bit of growth. So on your deck, your steel frames are not going to grow that much. No, just a little. Not six inches. Not six plan inches. for that. Hey, if that actually happens, that's plan right. For that plan for six inches. Um, what's Western Lumber's trying to do the math for us here? I don't know. On the Eiffel Tower height, it's big. It's yeah, it's much larger than I thought it would be. Yeah. Now I want to go see it. Number four. I've been to the one in Vegas. Oh, yeah, that's tiny. So what's the scale? Baby there? tower. I've been to the one in Momart. That one's like <laughs> it's a that's the smallest Eiffel like Tower six in the world. Feet tall. <laughs> yeah. Um, the one in Vegas is like it's a fairly good height. I knew it was smaller, but I don't know what the scale is. But it must be like like a lot smaller than. Yeah. Like it must be a third of the size or like a quarter of the size. Do you think it's as tall as the Statue of Liberty? Uh, maybe around there, oh, something okay. like that. I don't know. Possibly. It's been a long time since I, it, I think I was in New York in 1999. It's been like, it's a long time. Whoa. My frame of reference is gone. Way back in 1999. 1999. I was there. I walked on the roof of the Twin Towers. New Year's? No, not New oh, Year's. I no. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was like fall. I want to say I was there. I think like September. It was, uh, summer because I went to basketball games. So it was for sure later in the year. Oh, so, right. You told, anyway. you but it was still story. nice enough to be outside. Yep. So not winter. But Anyway, number, number four. four. Mosquitoes are the most prevalent bug in the winter. Or summer. What? In the summer. Yeah, in the in summer. summer. In the summer months. Yeah, I believe that. They were friggin' awful this year. Here. Yeah, it felt like for a bit. And grasshoppers, man. There's a shitload of grasshoppers out really? there. Really? Right I don't. I have not seen very many grasshoppers. They don't like clover. That's what it is. And I got clover in my backyard. Maybe they don't. Is that and legit? It's green. I don't know. I have tons of grasshoppers. I have none. Like they eat our plants, flowers. Really? Holes in the flowers. And they're in the grass like crazy. My kids Zero. love it. Because my kids love grasshoppers. Um, yeah. We should eat grasshoppers. Uh, why? Oh, and like on the podcast? On the podcast. Like the dried why? ones? Have you? I have, yeah. 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 They're, they're okay. okay. Crickets? Okay. Crickets are okay. Do you prefer a cricket or a grasshopper? A cricket because they're less substantial. Look, oh look Vegas! At I, look at Vegas Eiffel Tower is 158 half meters the half the size. So that's bigger. That's okay. That's, that's bigger than 518 feet. So that's bigger than the Statue of Liberty. Is it? Because the Cause Statue of Liberty is 93 meters. Okay, so quite a bit bigger then. Yeah. Do they measure the Statue of Liberty from the ground up though, or from her feet up? Probably from because she's standing on a big podium up. thing, right? Yeah, but it's not that big, is it? I don't know. It's big enough. I don't know. The only my only frame of reference is Ghostbusters. So <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's probably that's probably about as good as it gets. Then the Eiffel Tower is about as big as the Marshmallow Man. At least, yeah, yeah. I think that's accurate. Number five. Oh yeah. Sorry. What? 
about the mosquitoes. They've been around for 30 million years. Uh, yeah, that's how we got the dinosaurs back. <gasps> Jurassic Park. We knew this. That's we knew right. this, Brace. Have you not watched cinema? Dino DNA. So this is like a real thing, though, eh? Yeah. Like, they actually have found mosquitoes in amber, like for real. And did they get any dinosaurs? I don't know that they got any dinosaurs out of it. <laughs> I'll have to Google it. <laughs> Yeah, because like, you wouldn't believe in it until that happened. That's probably what they've been doing this whole pandemic. That's what the pandemic's hiding. Oh. Distract people with the pandemic while we build out Jurassic Park. Then when the pandemic's over and we all want to take that wicked holiday. Would you go? Oh, this is, yeah. But look at what. Would the, I go to Jurassic Park? But look what the movies have taught us. That it's effing amazing. Until everybody dies. You just got to wait until the <laughs> frogs don't grow penises. Like before the frogs <laughs> convert their stuff. Convert their stuff. Yeah, that's how that happened. Anyways, that like, yeah, of course I would go. Do you think that like I I'm not so sure that Jurassic Park is so far fetched anymore. I don't think so. Like if they actually found like they're I'm they're sure building they're building th- creatures out of DNA. Like they're making creatures from nothing right now. Like what? I like little squidgemouses. Squid, it's like like a I squid. Know. No, I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but they, like, I have to. I've just heard of them like making creatures from like yeah. mixing DNA and shit. Like they're doing some weird stuff, and they're growing meat. They're growing meat from DNA. Growing meat. So I would eat grown meat. It doesn't seem like it's that far fetched anymore. No, like we actually might be able to grow a dinosaur in our couple, lifetime. Couple of years. Could you imagine? I'm thinking by 2023. That would solve world hunger if we could grow dinosaurs. Are you oh, we're gonna me? eat them? Why not? Why wouldn't you? Would you not eat it's, a dinosaur? It's probably pretty tough. Why? Because uh, it's big. <laughs> yes, because it's big. Yeah, yeah. It's big and muscular. I mean, a cow is bigger than us. A, yeah, that and is. most cuts of a cow are tough. What about a pig? I don't know. There's, they're delicious. <laughs> Number five yeah, is I, not like, that. I, can't, I just can't imagine that a dinosaur would taste good. You're right. I have zero. Like reason to back that. I mean, like Fred, nothing. Fred Flintstone. If we're gonna go back, but I mean, you could eat. What do you eat? You eat reptiles now? Are reptiles good to eat right you can now? Eat snake, crocodile. Yeah, it's like nobody likes like it. Chicken. Though. Actually, I, I think I've had. I haven't had that. And it actually wasn't bad. Yeah. Anyway, number five. Number five. Have you ever heard of the dog? That, we got more questions. Are we got to get this guy on the podcast permanently? He needs to be the fat guy. He's our fat. Now that checker. you're up here, he needs to become yeah. the producer. Hey, Mark, what's Statue the Statue of Liberty is three hundred feet, three hundred five feet, including the pedestal and the foundation. See, it's tiny. It's a little baby. So it's not even as tall as the yeah yeah right. We knew that. It's not even as it's not even as tall as the miniature Eiffel Tower. <laughs> right. Nice try. Nice try. Nice try, France. Vegas. France. Last what else one. You, got? you ever heard of the dog days of summer? Yes. My you favorite. Ever, you, ever wonder, you ever wonder where that came from? Never have. Yeah, me neither. Until now. Did you know it actually refers to the time period between July 3rd and August 11th? What is the relevance of that period? It's because there's a... Sure, you're about to tell there's me. There's a star in the sky called Cirrus... And it's known as the dog star. Oh my God, my mind just got blown. Is that why Sirius Satellite's uh, damn logo is a dog? Yes. It's exactly why. For real? Yes. So Sirius is a dog? Sirius, yeah. Um, Constellation? Yes. 
And it, that star is only visible between July 3rd well, and not, August 11th? It's just like in the oh, so forefront of the sky. It's a, lo- it's a loose sky. start and a loose well, end. Well, it's like in between. It's framed nicely. During yeah, the, it's the framed frames. nicely. Yeah, you can see okay. it well. Okay. Uh, fine. Well, that was good. At least that's over. That's you know, over. The summer's just getting started. I mean, it, uh, it's not no, even halfway. It's no hot dog question. So where is the halfway point of summer then? Are we talking like August 5th? Somewhere around there. Yep. Somewhere around August 5th. Yeah. So we're approaching the halfway point. Probably around August 11th. Yeah. Perhaps. So quit the giving up on summer, folks. Days. Like we still have lots of beautiful summer left. Get out and enjoy it. I haven't actually gone anywhere yet this summer. We're planning our trip and it's going to be in about right around that time. Right around where August you, 7th. Where are you going? I don't know. Why'd you say you were planning it then? Because that's all we do well is plan things. We don't actually execute properly oh. anything. No, my, my wife and I, not my wife and I, I wanted to go to the Okanagan again. Not again. For the first <laughs> time? <laughs> I've been there a bunch. We tried to go there three years ago. We had a trip planned to go to Kelowna, Penticton area. It was burning down at that time. It was like fires everywhere. Everything was shut down. All the touristy things were closed because there was just fires like coming down the mountains towards Kelowna. Yeah. So we're like, well, that's you couldn't even see anything there. Like it was just bad. Right. And so we, we curbed that. We, we started that trip. We stopped in Calgary. We did Calgary for a bit out to Banff a little bit and just like we did that instead. We didn't get there. Last year we did, we said, okay, let's, let's do like Banff is amazing. Let's go just do Banff, like skip Calgary, do Banff, Lake Louise, straight up to Banff, Lake Marine into BC a bit. Like let's just stay in the mountains for a week. And we did that. And it was amazing. And this year is like, okay, now let's go to Kelowna. It's burning down again. Kelowna is <laughs> like, on fire. So now my wife's like, well, I don't know. And I want to make that trip all the way out there. I was like, yeah, and it's burning again. So probably not the year to do it. So now, um, I don't, we don't know. We're thinking like, just like Waska Sioux. I don't know. Have you oh. been? I've never been to Waska Sioux. I've heard great things. I've heard great things. But stay in Saskatchewan. It's not that far and it's in Saskatchewan. So to me, it doesn't feel like a major trip and Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe right. it's cool enough to be a major trip, but... I mean, there's lots of places in Saskatchewan that you could go. Why don't you do a Saskatchewan tour? We could. So on our way to Banff last year, we actually stopped at the Great Sand Hills, the sand dunes in Saskatchewan, because that yeah, was something I'd never yeah. done before in Saskatchewan. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, out of the way. Like, yeah. Legit. Like, we were, we were driving to Calgary, so we we're like, let's just detour and kind of hit it on the way, but I had to take some back roads. But very cool to experience. Um, but yeah, I, I certainly do need to explore more Saskatchewan. I've never really explored north, like up into the Northern Lakes region. Oh, Hudson um, Bay is really cool if you go up. Right. I've never there. even been to Cypress Hills. You've never been to Cypress I've Hills? I've never been to Cypress Hills. That's the only interprovincial park in Canada. Right. We should check it out. Yeah. You and me, because my wife's not going. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, and then we could go to Shaunavan and we could go to that restaurant. Oh, yeah. We could go to that restaurant. Yeah, that'd be good. Okay, well, that's enough chitter-chatter. Let's get on to the uh, theme of the show today. How to improve your deck experience. Wow. On a budget. Um, I like these these little intros. Right? They really me, do. It like re-energizes you in the middle of it. Yep. So... Uh, Western Lumber says, now you've just doomed Waskasu. It'll be on fire by the weekend. Ah! <laughs> That's possible. <laughs> we might go there and start the fires. Jesus, if you would have saw the mess we left at that Indian restaurant last night. Ooh. Natural disasters do follow my family around. Is this it, true? Was God, it Bryce. The butter chicken station? No. Or the tandoori? It was like a rice bomb went off around our table. <laughs> like, no, I'm not shitting you. I was embarrassed. We were, thankfully, the first, I don't know. Yeah. So for... 
we were the first people in the restaurant. I'm just like, is that a good thing or not? I don't know. <laughs> really put the spotlight on us though. <laughs> and my two-year-old and the four-year-old just not, not on their best. And so, and it was a buffet and I was excited about it. We hadn't been there in like two years since before the pandemic. Yeah. Buffets are back open. So like, let's Woo! go Indian food time. So good. And uh, anyways, the little guys were just like monsters. They were just throwing like, rice. Shit, man. You should have seen like I, every time the, the server came to the table, I was just like, like hide my face, hand her the plates. Like, here you go. I'll take another order of tandoori chicken, please. Yeah, do you guys have any rice left? <laughs> Need more rice. They just swept it on the floor just and put it everywhere. back on the plate. Like, I went around to the, the side of the booth that my kids were sitting on and looked at it at one point and I was like, oh God. And I grabbed a napkin and I cleaned up all the bench and like mm. got it looking proper. But then I looked on the floor and was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. You'd leave it. We did leave it. You have to. And like, there's so many plates because there's five of us and like, I've got two plates because I'm a, a, I'm a beast. You got to do two. <laughs> Double fist in the. Well, because I'd filled up the first plate before I even got to the butter chicken station. And like, that ain't happening. Right. So I was like, well, I better go back, get a plate of butter chicken. And I was like, well, I, was like, I can't leave plate? this whole plate. Well, no, that's the thing. Okay. I only had half plate. So I was like, well, I can't leave half the plate empty. So I put more stuff on it. So it was just, it was just gross. And anyway, we left and I was like, here's a, here's a good tip. Because, sorry about that. You got that. a lot of rice. Sorry up. about that. <laughs> I mean, Shit. I feel like that's just, that just happens. You got kids. That just happens. It just happened. It did happen. So. How to improve your deck experience. So we came up with 18 things here on things you can do on a budget. Yeah. To make your backyard deck experience just a little bit better. Now, some of these things are going to cost a few bucks and some of them are going to cost no bucks. Right. And, and so we're going to get some quotes. Oh. Nobody's going to touch my price. <laughs> and so we've organized these into uh, the things that are going to cost you the most amount of money at the start. And the thing is going to cost you no money at the end. That's right. Because we want you to wait till the end. We want you to stay with us. Stick. Stick with us. Stick Don't with change us. that channel. Drive around the block a few times. Get it all. Oh, yeah. So, but what we tried to do is make sure that these things were all in the category of like less than a couple thousand dollars. So not the, like. Not, less you know, than a new deck. Yeah, less than a new deck. But just like upgrades you can do or, or just things you can do even that'll make your experience in the backyard better. And right. so starting off, number one, we talked, and I'm currently about to do this in my backyard, and I think I'm excited for it. But the, number one is to put some electronic entertainment out there. Oh, you're going to get a DJ stand? Yes, DJ station. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> Steve Aoki. <laughs> um, parties. So what we're talking about here is like throw out some speakers or a TV or both, or just like bring, you know, you sit inside your house all the time on your bring iPad. Outside phone, stuff. TV. Take it outside. Stuff. Yeah. Under your deck. Uh, now, in my case, we my strategy here is to, I bought a projector, four outside, but it's not an exterior one because those are very expensive. Yeah, you need those lumens. Right. And so, yeah, you need the lumens. <laughs> but I, it's not like an exterior housing or anything. It's just, a, but it's small, right? I can pick it up and bring it in the house. But yeah. my plan is to put up a projector screen and bring the projector outside and a Bluetooth speaker and watch, watch, movies. watch movies outside under the stars. Like, that. that's cool. Yep. Especially with kids, man. So I'm pumped about that. Now, other people, if you watch some of the guys that are building awesome spaces, they're integrating TVs right into the outdoors that don't go anywhere. Like they're sheltered or they're an exterior rated TV. Do you prefer a TV or a projector outside? Because uh, like if it was permanent outside, probably the TV. Because to your point, like the brightness levels and stuff, you can control that a bit right. better on a TV. I, I just think there's something about outside with a projector. But if, if you're going to watch it at night, like, yeah, yeah, then the projector. Right. The only crappy thing here here is that in the summer, like, it's bright out till 
10 o'clock yeah. sometimes, 9 o'clock. And so for my little kids to watch movies outside, it's near impossible because they're supposed to be in bed a lot earlier than that. And if you're going to watch live sports, it's probably on earlier than that. Mm-hmm. So unless you're able to, you know. Get those lumens. Get those lumens and control your, your light a little bit, you might need the TV thing. But, I mean, either way. Either, either way. Either one's badass. Get outside. But put some electronic entertainment out there so you can go out there and have a bit of a party zone out there. Yeah. Number I, one. I mean, like music. I'd have to spend a couple thousand bucks yeah. on this one. Music, TVs, projectors. Yeah. Is there anything else? But you don't have to spend a couple thousand bucks. I spent $200 on my projector. It's yeah. a $200 projector and it came with the little little screen I can wrap around my thing. So, like, it doesn't have to be 2000 I'm just yeah. saying, if you're going to put in permanent speakers and a permanent TV and permanent, you might you might be spending a thousand bucks or 2000 bucks. Um, but it certainly doesn't have to be that. Nope. It could be a lot less. Number two is patio furniture. Um, getting the right patio furniture on your deck and enables you to use the space like it's meant to be used. And it's impossible to find the first year. <laughs> yeah, it's tough <laughs> to find right now, yeah. So I, my deck went without patio furniture for a long time. We just put up, I mean, we had some chairs and stuff, but not not like comfy, good patio furniture that we yeah. can actually go out and lounge in yeah. and like hang out in. So we just recently did that. This one you're talking, this is a couple thousand bucks too. It could be more, it could be less, but... Uh, it's not cheap. I like those globe chairs, those really big, round. Those are cool. Those are cool. Yeah. Everybody likes those. But give yourself a comfy space out on your deck. Because the deck itself is like it's like a hard, cold space until you do something with it, right? So put some nice, comfy furniture mm-hmm. out there and enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. I love it out there now. Even my 14-year-old was sitting out there the other day, sprawled out on the couch, uh, reading his phone. He doesn't go outside. Whoa. Like, he actually... he. F- I don't know how he got out there. He's a translucent, like, he just like translucent grub came ended outside. up on the couch. I was like, yeah. what's he doing? What's wrong? What's wrong with, <laughs> is the house on fire? <laughs> no. So okay. he did that, but I, we also got these little like reclining ones and, and an umbrella and stuff too. So we mm. could like, I went out there one night and just like laid down. I was like, I was on my phone doing what, I, but I would have been on my phone in the house anyway. Yeah. It was just my chill time, but outside it was so good. Yeah. Number three, skirting. Skirt your deck. So, a lot of decks are built without paying any attention to what's underneath, uh, visibly, I should say, aesthetically. And skirting it is a good option to kind of clean that whole space up and make it look nicer. So improve your deck experience. This one's kind of more of an aesthetic thing, but you could also use that for storage, potentially, mm-hmm. if you skirt your deck in. So more functional and aesthetically, doing skirting underneath your deck can make a big difference, can improve your deck experience. There's a variety of things you can do to actually skirt it in. Yeah, this There's is a, this could be product. like... This could be a few high on our expense list. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't need to be a lot. We're also talking here, just to clarify this, this is like materials cost. If you're going to hire somebody to hang your electronics, uh, that's going to cost more than that. If you're going to hire somebody to do the skirting, well, it's going to be more than a thousand bucks too. But Mm -hmm. this is just kind of create a level playing field here. Everything's kind of ballparked at material pricing. Right. Number four is adding a privacy wall. This can greatly improve your experience on your deck. This is a very common thing in our in our town privacy walls in our markets yeah. yeah for a few reasons one is the privacy aspect but two is also the windbreak um because it can depending on where you are in the city you can have a pretty windy backyard sometimes i, I want to say it hasn't been that windy this year it ha- it hasn't that's what i'm saying it's the best summer ever man it's yeah. hot and it's not windy it's not windy like it's my kind of thing Ex- except you need air conditioning yeah <laughs> i need the wind and the cool at some point but a privacy wall, this doesn't have to cost a lot either. If you just do this out of a like custom wood and you build it yourself, this could be a few hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, if you start getting into some like custom, not custom, but like uh, laser cut panels or something like that, like the Oasis screens or hideaway screens, then you'll be a bit more, but you can probably still get it done for a thousand bucks materials. You know, a thousand bucks, we get you probably about a 10 foot section. Easy install. Of privacy wall there. Yep. Installed simply. 
uh, aesthetically adds a nice look to the deck, but yes. functionally gives you that wind break and some some break from your neighbors because a lot of decks, especially in this town or anywhere, come out of the house at about the four foot height. Yeah, I and your fence that. can't be more than two feet tall. So now your <laughs> fence your fence is knee height. So you're literally up over top looking into your neighbor's yards. They're looking All into the yours. Yep. So having that six foot privacy wall up there, it makes a big difference to the ambiance on your deck. So mm-hmm. it it improves your deck experience. It makes it look better too. And yeah, they look Gives good. It some some oomph, like a feature wall. Almost. Yeah, it's it for real is especially if you're using those panels. It can be absolutely a feature wall. Uh, number five is adding a pergola to the outside outside space. Now this can really cozy up a project. Pergola? Nope, pergola. <laughs> Pergolas cost way more. What? <laughs> Just for saying hola? Yeah. Hola. Yeah. You get fined. You get fined. <laughs> So a pergola, uh, again, this is something that could be a lot more money, but if you get into something like the Toya Grids that we we sell quite a few of them a year, they sell everywhere, box mm-hmm. stores everywhere. Um, they're like 1000 bucks easy, you're in. 800 bucks even Yep. Uh, for the materials. That's your lumber, that's your brackets, that's your shade sales, that's everything. You can throw one of those up on your deck for under 1000 bucks, and that gives you this nice, cozy little space that gives you a bit of privacy too, depending on how you set it up, but gives you the shade. And it's just there's just something about... Like we all grew up loving loving building forts, because oh, yeah. humans by nature like to be in cozy little spaces. They love their caves. My, have, are you hearing my belly? Probably. Yeah, not. you're rumbling. Like that Indian food from last night is <laughs> just working its magic right now. Just constant. <laughs> I um, I love forts. Right? Who doesn't? So this can give you that kind of like cozy fort feeling on your deck. Yep. Um. Buddy of ours up in Saskatoon, Kruger Construction, that a lot of people probably follow. Yep. Just put one up on his deck, and he closed the sides in two. He put the shade sails on the sides and the top and everything, and it created this, like, this dynamite little, like, what do you call it? Those little, like, um, like on a beach sometimes you'll have, like, little little huts. Cabana. Uh, a little cabana. Like, you get, yeah, totally. That's the, that's the word. It gave a total cabana vibe on his deck. Yeah. And he posted a video or a story the other day, and it was, like, out here, like, perfect space just to chill and do some work on my laptop now because he's just, like... Got some shade, I mean, a little bit of a windbreak. That's the hardest cozy. part about working outside is the sun. Like, yeah, can help. Can't that see for sure. those screens, man. Yeah. Um. Well, okay, we got some comments rolling in here. What's going on here? Simcoe Dex says water feature. We talked about that. We didn't include it in its own thing, but there's some things that it, it would kind of fall into. Yeah. Um. But a feature, a water feature, can be cool. Western Lumber says that just makes you have to pee. Then you have to install an outdoor toilet. Right. Right. Maybe that's the feature. <laughs> the water feature is the toilet. Uh, do you need some serenity? Uh, yeah, sure. Give that thing a flush. Let's just listen to that. <laughs> Hook a microphone up to it. Make it pay for itself on YouTube. Right? Yeah, some more videos. Let's go. <laughs> Number six is lights. I. This is one of my favorites on this whole list of 18. This is If we were organizing these by the impact it's going to have, this is pretty close to number one for me. I mean, lights. Everybody needs lights. You can't use your deck in the dark. I mean, you can. Tough. Tougher just to use not as good. But it's just like that, the vibe. Like, oh, yeah. why do people love going down to like uh, Times Square in New York? Because of the freaking, it's just because of the lights, man. It's cool. It's cool. You add some lights on your deck and it gives it a completely different vibe at night. Yeah. It's, it's very cool. So, and that could be done for those little, like if you go to Costco and pick up a couple of solar lights, I mean, you're talking 50 bucks. Even those string lights are like, or the little string lights, yeah. Right. If you get into a more permanent solution, like a something like from Inlight or like a wired solution that's maybe a little bit more uh, fancy, then you you could be a thousand bucks. 
Yeah. Or you could be more if you're going to do whole your ba- whole backyard. Yeah. But so this is really flexible. Your budget can really dictate what you do here. But adding any sort of lighting into your backyard is awesome. Yeah. Not only does it make it look better, but it increases the amount you can use it. Yes. Yep. Increases right. the well after that 10 o'clock when it gets dark. When it gets too dark. Now you can party till 2 a.m. Right. Number seven is built-ins. And what we're referring to here is doing some sort of built-in planters, some built-in benches, yep. some sort of permanent structure that could like you can match the material in your deck, uh, but just adding something that adds some usability into it. And these can be simple little DIY projects if you want them to be. Yep. Um, and it doesn't have to cost a lot. You might even have some scrap left over from your deck build that you could make these out of. Exactly. Potentially. So really makes the design good, right? Um, we got to uh, like this guy's from here, Evan. Uh, Evan, why don't you just ask these questions in the store? Look at Whoa, him. He's hijacking yeah. the podcast. And Sorry, I'm gonna, buddy. I'm going to read it because we. this is what we do. Don't read it. <laughs> Crystal Rail pod warranty question. Can the One of my pods isn't working. Can we switch out a light or does the pod need replaced? Are those covered under warranty? <laughs> uh, well, since we've read the question, yes, you can replace the lights. No, oh, you don't have go. to replace the whole pod. Uh, they do have a warranty, but it's, uh, it's not very long. Um, contact your rep. Contact a rep. He can probably get you a new light. Or come down to the ultimate deck shop and ask <laughs> yeah. these questions. Yeah. So there's that. He was in here, actually. Ken was in here not too long ago, but I think he left. Yeah, he left. He couldn't hear us because it's Ken. Right. Um, so the built-ins. Yeah, use up your scraps if you, if you have to. But adding that can just add a add more functionality and a cool look to your deck by just doing a few built-in things. I have a built-in uh, flower planter on the side of my stairs. It's kind of acting as a guardrail on the one side. And... I don't plant the flowers in there, but I built it for the planter in there and my wife and her mother do that stuff. And yeah. it's awesome. I, I love I really like it. I love those planters on your deck for like herb gardens. Sure. Because they yeah. don't the like roots don't need to go very deep. Yep. You know, just a little bit of water. Yeah. And then you can eat them. Right? <laughs> Best part. Uh number eight, if you don't have it already, get a barbecue or a smoker or something fun to, mm-hmm. to put on the deck and use and like just make dinner better. And you know if I mean? you don't have air conditioning, it's better to cook, right? outside. cook outside. That's right. But I don't know if, like, I'm 40 now, so of course I have a smoker, because that's what you do when you get older. Oh, you smoke like, Smoke food. Yeah, you yeah. mow the lawn and smoke food. I smoke food. Like, that's what you do. So, I like, I enjoy being outside cooking. I always like barbecuing. It's my favorite form of, like, cooking versus doing anything inside. Barbecuing mm. in the summer is the best. But adding a smoker into that is like, that was pretty fun too. Uh, a few of my friends got those uh, black top grills, propane. I, the Blackstones? The Blackstones. I have one of those too. They love them. Yeah. They they said they will probably not use their traditional barbecue. Really? Again. Hey? Yeah. So we actually bought a couple of those for our wedding six, well, my anniversary was last week. It was six years. So I guess six years Congratulations. ago. Congratulations. Well, thank you. And we bought a couple because we were doing... Um, kind of a rustic wedding out at a uh, campground that had a hall at it. And we're like, let's do a pancake breakfast the next morning oh. for all the guests. Oh. So we bought a couple of Blackstone grills so we could do the pancake breakfast the next morning. And um, we ended up selling one of them, but we kept one afterwards too. And I still have it and it sat in our garage forever and it got super rusty. And I just restored it like a month ago. We brought it out. I got the, I did do the whole cleaning thing and yeah. the, it's getting rusty again though. It's kind of like the maintenance oh. of it is like bugging me, but I did smash up some burgers in there the one day. Oh yeah. Loved it. See, you can and, do everything on there. Yeah, like I want to do like chicken fried rice on there. Like I want to, oh, yeah. like clang, 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 clang. I want to like smash metal utensils around. Tepanyaki, and like, oh, do 100%. flips. Do Funny story. Onion volcano. Funny story. I uh, So when we first got that thing, I ordered some utensils for it because that was my vision. 
My vision was I'm going to stand out there and just be clang, 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 clang. And there'd be rice flying everywhere, just like at the restaurant. Just like at the restaurant. And it's going to be like, I'm going to be cracking eggs and like making all this stuff. So I ordered these things off Amazon that I thought were like what I was looking for. And I was like, quality great deal on them. I don't remember what they were, like maybe $10 for like the two things I needed. Got them. They were miniature. Oh, <laughs> like, my. <laughs> like in the picture, you couldn't tell. I thought I was getting a big, long, one of those flat, big flat flipper things. I was like, sweet. It shows up. It's like. It's just a baby five size. Five inches long and two inches <laughs> wide. Like it was just a tiny little guy. flip with that? I still have it and I use it all the time. Oh, there you go. In Inside that was typically, but yeah, it's amazing. And then this year I actually went and bought good ones now. You now the I have big the, ones. Now I have the proper big ones. You got one of those scrapers? I do. I did get yeah, one of those. Yeah. That's what you need. Because when I got the black zone, I was like, now I need these things. You need that scraper. Yep. Have to have it. Number nine, fire table. This is, I just got one of these this year too. This is basically just my list. This is, this is how Shane fixed his deck this, this year. Is like, <laughs> this is the 18 things I did this year that improved my deck experience. Fire, I don't know, man. Fire tables, same thing. Like the lights, they just create yep. such ambience in your backyard. Mm-hmm. Like you just sit out there and like, the difference between sitting out there with somebody and having a couple of drinks without that and then you add the fire table is like, it's amazing. Do you like those propane ones? I feel like they have their versus place. what versus like a like an actual open like fire you can, pit like you know like a chimnea or something like that is that what you call it sorry say what chimnea a chimnea I think that's what they call them what <laughs> is that different than a chimney was well, chimney goes on your roof doesn't it isn't a chimney basically like anything that carries the smoke out of the burn area maybe <laughs> chimnea maybe I'm wrong I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, propane or natural gas ones are awesome because then you just turn them on. You, you can put those on your deck as opposed to an open fire one or whatever. But a fireplace, too, if you want to build it in, fine. Just you have to know what you can and can't do. But that for, you know, a couple hundred bucks or 500 bucks, a fire table makes such a difference to the usability and the enjoyable experience those on things. your outside. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Chimnea. Chimnea. See? Interesting. Fine. Uh, number 10, patio heater. I don't have one of these yet, though, Bryce. No? No, but I You're going to need one. one. Well, I think a patio he- heaters are amazing. And this could be either like the infrared style, like electric style. Or the would propane. would be cool, if it's, especially if it's like a closed space or a semi-closed space. Or you can get the like propane ones with the shield at the top that like restaurants have. That can totally extend how long you can use your deck late into the fall or oh, earlier yeah. into the spring. And you can sit out and enjoy your deck in the evenings when it's maybe too cool to normally do so. Watch a movie. Right? Get a blanket. So get an extra couple months a year out of it by adding a propane heater or a patio heater. shouldn't say propane. It could be whatever. Patio lantern. And uh, that's a heater. Westrom says, Chimnea is a Mexican fireplace used for heating and cooking. Man, look at this guy. I'm telling you, man. Mark. He's got a job here. Mark the producer. When he's ready to retire and sell his yards, I got a desk. here. I, I got, got a, desk got a tiny little desk. It's fantastic. <laughs> Number 11, oil your deck. So this one's a little bit more maintenance related. But it but definitely. 100%. I, if you've got a wood deck, this, is, this should be on your list of things to do every year. Well, maybe every few every years if few you're years. doing it. But like maintaining your deck. So I, we've been getting a lot of pictures this year of people who have bought their, especially Q-Tech, bought Q-Tech, taken it home, dusted up their deck, got it ready, Q-Tech'd it, post pictures afterwards. It's a brand new deck every single yeah. time. These people post pictures so like, good. this is my deck. And it's their deck is literally at the state where they're like, Ugh, I just want to like, I just want to rip it down. And like, yeah, it's so awful. So for them, it's this like symbol of stress and work. And like, sh- it's just looks shitty. They it don't sounds, they shitty don't want too. to enjoy it. They can't yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. 
Then they put the few hours of elbow grease in it to prep it up, hit it with some Q-Tech, post pictures, and they're happy. Oh, yeah. And they're like, this is amazing. It looks brand new again. Now we can enjoy our deck again. And it's like nothing, like, yes, you've you've done um, much to protect the wood and extend the life of your deck when you do that. But for them, it's more like just aesthetically and mentally, it's a space they want to go enjoy now. And oiling your deck is so much easier than staining it right use the right product so for a lot of people they've used a bad product in the past before they've discovered qtech and the the crappy thing is you got to get the old crap off before you can oil it that part sucks like let's not let's not pretend it doesn't suck to go sand your deck but you do it once yep because with the crappy product you still had to sand it and prep it before anyway to go put more crappy product on the difference was it chipped and flaked and peeled, and then you had to do it again to prep it mm-hmm, just to put mm-hmm. more of the same crap on and have it happen all over again. Mm-hmm. At least with this, you're like, bad news is you got to go do that again. You got to sand it and get it off. But once you're done, that's it. You're that's done it. doing you're it. Done. And it's easy to do it again. Well, what about when I have to do it again a in a couple of years? You won't have to do it in a couple of years. The Q-Tech doesn't chip flake. Or, right. You just, like, you just put more on. Put it back on. Okay. Get yourself a deck boss. Yeah, we were doing those what hundred and what were those? What size was hundred and forty four square foot decks? Yep, in twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. The deck boss, and top the to bottom. Like, it didn't take much time at all. Number twelve is to add a hammock. Man, I'm I've been thinking about this one for Ugh. a while. Hammocks a, are amazing. I'm a boot too, or a swing. You or know, a like swing. One of those like, whatever you call. What are they called swings? Like two person swings. Kind you hang in your bedroom. No, that's oh. that's a that's, that's a swing. special swing. <laughs> Um, it's a meat. What are you talking about? Like the like the like little two seater ones, yeah, or, like the or like the egg style ones that they're popular yeah, now. Those are cool. Hang a swing or a hammock in your backyard. Yeah, like there's nothing better than curling up in a hammock, man. I'm sorry. What about a rocking chair? No, not as cool. Rocking chairs are for front porches anyway. Right, that's the front <laughs> yard. But a hammock, man. Like I built my little swing thing, and I've got the swings for the kids. But my vision was always to put a couple more hooks in there and put the hammock up, and yeah. that way then it could become my space too. Mm-hmm. And like. Oh man, come on! Going out and laying in the hammock on the deck, and you know what hammock I think looks great? Fifty bucks, hundred bucks. The Toya Grid hammocks. Toya Grid hammocks are cool. Like so, that's so cool. I will say, not the same experience as just a traditional hammock. A traditional hammock, you get all like cozied up and wrapped into yeah, it. Yeah, like envelops you. Yeah, like cocooned. You know, it's mm-hmm. pretty sweet. Uh, the Toya Grid one I had, and it's like, it's big and flat. It's very cool, but it's not cozy like that. I suppose you could put blankets and pillows out on it and make it that way. Mm-hmm. But for sure, it's not the same, like, kind of like swinging hammock type action. It's more, oh. it's like a, mm, like laying on a trampoline kind of is what it's like mm. a little bit. So it is cool, but different, different effect different than a vibe. traditional hammock. Yeah. But man, for, for a few bucks, you can put a hammock on your deck because you don't need to have the structural posts up there either. You can get those little self-supporting yeah. hammocks that have the little frame on them. Doesn't need those to be cool. anything crazy and then you can get out and enjoy some sun there too number 13 is an umbrella and so i did do this recently as well i found a good deal on umbrella and just one of those like cantilevered ones you can kind of mount it in the corner of the deck I behind the couch and then get some shade that was a game changer cantilever umbrellas yep they're awesome they're way better than those like i'm gonna fill this big thing up with water and put it in the middle of my table umbrella yes yeah kind of like those <laughs> basketball hoops that they used to have to because the other thing, too, is when them. you have those umbrellas that go in the middle of your table, when it's down, oh, yeah. you can't even see the person across from exactly. you're trying to visit with. So you almost have to have it up no matter what's going on. At least the cantilever ones, you kind of fold those up and they can tuck away. 
But an umbrella, if you don't have a lot of shade in your backyard, it's a cheap way to get some shade in your backyard, which means your deck experience is improved, just like yeah, the title says. 100%. And so we don't have a lot of shade in the backyard. And so we bought this furniture and put it on the deck, and it was like, oh, sweet, this furniture is amazing. But like I said, this summer's been bloody hot. Sometimes oh, you yeah. want to break from it. And this umbrella provided the perfect respite from the blazing hot sun. We could actually enjoy it in the middle of the day, too. If I didn't have an umbrella, I couldn't sit on my deck past 3 o'clock. Right? It's yeah. way too hot. And this could be like... Most of them, like those good cantilever ones, are like 300, 400 bucks. But if you're just looking for a standard one or if you find a deal, this could be like, this could be 100 bucks. But I feel like bucks. even that 300 a giant bucks, man, improvement. it's back to uh, the most expensive thing you can do is cheap out. Right. Just buy an umbrella, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, 300 bucks is a lot of money. Yeah. But the amount of time that you're going to use your deck because you have an umbrella yeah. is what I mean, it. you can have a, you can have a, a $20,000 deck that you can only enjoy when the sun's not at its hottest, or you can have a $20,300 deck with an umbrella that you can enjoy anytime. Yeah, and in 30 days, that's only $10 a day. <laughs> I like how you think. <laughs> and you're going to use it all year, so it's really $0.10 cents a it's day. $0.10 cents a day. And you're going to use it for 20 years. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, you're God, just, this is you're just, just crushing that You're cost. actually losing money to not buy an umbrella. <laughs> uh, why did you cross these ones out? What's happening here? Because they're in the wrong order. So where are we going here? 14. Oh, I see. 14 greenery. I Now, this one's this would be one of my top ones, too. The, it makes such a massive difference to me to put some damn plant. And I'm not a gardener. Mm. I'm not a green thumb. I don't normally really care about plants. I have no desire to take care of plants. I don't have any desire to, to buy them, Except to shop for them, to plant them. Yeah, I'm saying I appreciate the end result. But I just, like, I don't, I don't care about any of that stuff. Yeah. But... When I go to somebody's house and they've got lots of greenery, I'm jealous. I was like, this is a mate. This is really cool. Do you know what I just learned this year? This is this is something that I just learned. Do you know you can return perennials if they die? Really? Yeah. So if you plant your perennials Where? this Anywhere? year, yeah, and you keep the receipt and your perennials don't come back next year, you can take them back and get your money back. So you didn't know that either. No, I didn't. But I also... Uh, it sucks to have to keep the receipt, but still, they're supposed to come back. They're supposed to, yeah. That's that the whole point. Defective perennial. Exactly. Sure. Okay. Well, good to know. So spend the... Like, I don't know. I'm sure some people can get wild into this. Our general manager for Regina here, his backyard, there's a lot of greenery mm -hmm. going on there. He spent more than 50 bucks on trees and plants yep. for his backyard. That's for sure. But you can take the slow route. Get some seeds. Well, we just like like my backyard. I built that one planter I talked about, and then my, and then we've just got like uh, I don't know what you want to call them, but like not permanent planters, just like regular planters that we've put on the deck around different spots. My wife planted like a little strawberry plant for the kids. Oh yeah, in a planter on the deck. She's got this other big planter that has like some sort of purpley grass stuff in it that looks really cool, and a couple other planters like down the stairs, down whatever. It's just like I don't know, man. There's something um, there's something in the universe that makes mm -hmm. like. People like plants. We have these big it's, hostesses in our yard, and yeah. I love the look of them because they're always green all year round. Yeah. They don't even have flowers. They're just leaves. Yeah. Yeah. So adding a bit of greenery to your deck can really just give it such a, a more calming feel on your deck, just more enjoyable experience being in with nature a little mm -hmm. bit. This could also be, like I mentioned, a strawberry plant. This could be, to your point earlier, like herbs or something. Put a little herb yeah, garden out there. herbs out there, man. Or whatever. If you want to put a planter and plant some green on like green onions or any edible type plant. It doesn't have to be just a project. Tomato plants. Could be a 
consumable product as well. Yeah. Some put some grow some dope on there. You can now. Why not? Right? Why what, not? What are you allowed? One plant? Two plants? I think you're allowed three plants. Four. It sounds you're like allowed a quite a Seuss. quite a bit. I'm are pretty you? sure. You get a whole deck full of weed. I don't think you can have that much. Okay. Well, it depends on not how a deck grow is. up. Okay. <laughs> Fine. I mean, shake your boots if that's what. <laughs> Start that's a business, do, right? <laughs> Uh, number 15 is bug control. So this is not to be underrated. It's pretty I, tough to enjoy any space if you're being swarmed by mosquitoes and flies. Yeah, mosquitoes are the worst. The worst. They're bitches. They're the worst bug. Mosquitoes are bitches. They're they're a bitch. Flies are bitches too. Uh, flies aren't as bad. So Horse flies are horrible. There's a job happening outside near Cairnport, and they it's a... It's a farm or a ranch, and they've got cattle really close to the homestead, like really, really, really close. close. Yeah, like so there's those black separated flies by the everywhere. driway, yeah. and black flies, man. They black got a pool in the backyard where they're building it. And there's freaking flies. That would be awful. That would be awful. <laughs> I would want to do something with that. But mosquitoes are the worst. They're the worst. Literally, they're the worst. Yeah, just assholes. I don't like them one bit. If mosquitoes went extinct, I don't think anybody would care. Uh, but we got to get the dinosaurs back first. Yeah, mind you, we just need dead mosquitoes for that. Not current ones sure they can die off they can die yeah uh if i ever see a mosquito on an endangered species list will be the last time i take one of those lists for serious <laughs> <laughs> the mosquitoes are all nope. gonna die you've gone too far environmentalists don't care you've gone too far we cared we cared yeah. before when there was tigers in there can you imagine going to a zoo and seeing a mosquito <laughs> <laughs> here it is uh and there's just one poor like guy who got caught stealing somewhere that's yeah. in there as the food source he's exactly just, like, <laughs> just covered him but we've advanced as a society to the point where remember demolition man the movie where it's like there's underground people it's like we capture one of yep. them underground people put them in there and yep. they're the yeah um bug control is an easy thing go to anywhere i don't care go to costco go here like we've got the the mosquito barrier spray the garlic spray you can use it all really natural well. you could go to costco or any box store or anywhere that has um thermocell packs or whatever sort of mosquito control there is even those citronella torches. citronella candles and torches yeah you know go do some survivor so for play 20 30 50 bucks go get some sort of bug control so you can actually enjoy the space you've built yep <laughs> because yeah. it makes a large difference because i'm not kidding man I probably don't have to tell you. Well, I don't know. Do mosquitoes live in the clover? Uh, no, but they live in all my perennials. Okay. So our backyard at times this year was was almost completely unenjoyable. Like the mosquitoes the are so bad at times. The grass, yeah. And maybe if we stayed up on the deck and didn't get down to the grass, then it'd be okay. But we've got kids. Mm-hmm. They're going to go down the grass. Mm-hmm. Strip the mosquitoes. It was awful. Yeah. You have to do something. You spray some stuff or put a thermosol or whatever out there and just create yourself a bit of a zone that the mosquitoes don't come. Like, that's a pretty cheap way to improve the experience on your deck. And and honestly, the mosquito barrier that we got this year is absolutely amazing. Yeah, have you used it? Yes. And it's, it's so good. So I've been hearing some guys, some contractors say they are actually, at least one or a couple, they're taking, they're buying the the gallon of the mosquito barrier, taking it to their job site, unscrewing the cap and just leaving it sit there by where they're working. And that works? And it's working. So they're not even spraying it on stuff. They're just like, they're <laughs> using it like a cell. candle. Yeah. And it's keeping the mosquitoes away while they're working. That's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, number 17, I'm swapping around here, is to plan and lay out your space a bit. Yeah. So here's the thing. What, what do we got here? Western Lumber. Is this going to be He's intelligent? Stuff or? up. That homemade remedy of mouthwash, Epsom salt, and stale beer 
only made it seem like my backyard had been on a bender and then tried to hide it with mouthwash. Did we miss a comment? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm saying he must be saying there's like a, like a home remedy off oh, Google that he found okay. that said mix mouthwash, Epsom salt, and stale beer. And it'll get rid of mosquitoes. That just seems like a He's saying didn't work, attractor. just made it sound like his his backyard was drunk. Yeah. But on the recovery. It's getting better. Uh well, Westrom, try the mosquito barrier. We're mm. we're hearing great things. Um number eighteen is to plan your space and lay it out properly. So for example, in my space before we had our furniture, it was just like barbecue up top, some chairs sitting up there, and it was like That's there was it. no def- there was no purpose to the space it was just like mm-hmm. oh we have chairs that are go are outside chairs they will go on the deck now yep it's like, <laughs> it was like there's no like rhyme or reason as to why we put them where they, they weren't set up to it like yeah enjoy company your house isn't a house until it's like spaces have been defined right, right? exactly just go throw yeah. your furniture in the middle of the floor and see what happens so this takes zero dollars because this is just zero. A, just go outside stand there look at your space and be like where would things work here Oh, I want the barbecue closer to the door. Okay, put mm-hmm. the barbecue closer to your door so you can get out and do whatever. What do you left with for space? Put the furniture here. Plan things out. Put the kids' toys over here. Like just, mm-hmm. just by doing that a little bit can make the space a lot more usable. Yep, and enjoyable. So yeah. I think that's a good one. Do it now. This is number eighteen. It's the final one, and it's my most favorite. This is your favorite. This this is why you're gonna get the DJ booth, right? <laughs> Entertain out there, man. Throw yeah, a party. Yeah, have a party. The backyard is a is a awesome place to to entertain and enjoy company. Yes, and, and I would annoy your neighbors. much and annoy your neighbors. <laughs> I would much 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 rather sit outside in the backyard with the barbecue going, maybe sitting around the fireplace, or maybe playing some ladder ball or whatever it is in the backyard mm-hmm. with people than to sit around and hover around a kitchen island. And yeah, you know what I mean? Like to do that. Uh, you know what we should really do is go hang around the sink. I love the sink. I find staring at the sink is really captivating. But get out in the backyard and use it. Like, mm-hmm. what's the best way to improve your deck experience? Use the deck for it as it's intended. Yeah, get out there. Get out there and enjoy it. Do a lot of these other little things so that it's a more enjoyable space too. But at the end of the day, get out there and use it. Invite people over and just entertain on it. Yeah. It's it's the, honest to God, in the middle of summer, it's the best space in your house to enjoy company. Yeah, get people outside. Get some it's beer, easy, get some wine. Get I some haven't done this. Drinks. You want to come over later? Yeah, want to come over and have some beers in my deck? Do it. Later? We should. Um, so there's 18 things that don't have, to, you know, it doesn't have to cost a lot to to just make life better out on your deck. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy going out there, and I haven't done this in a while, but I enjoy going out there and working out there. If I have to work on my laptop and it's late at night and I'm doing stuff, I've got a couple options. I can sit inside in front of the TV and be distracted. I can sit at the kitchen table and blah. But to go sit outside when it's beautiful out and it's calm, hey, there ain't nothing great. better. Just yeah. like chill out with your laptop and get some. It does not feel like you're working at that point. You're, you're literally a, relaxing and picking away at things. You're not a book guy, but reading a book, reading a book outside, could be really good. amazing. I would go Podcast, listen to a book. Yeah, I was gonna say, or I would put on some ASMR and sleep for three days, and wake up with a wicked sunburn. Just get a speaker that plays ASMR out on your deck. <laughs> just calms your whole neighborhood down, <laughs> right? So there it is. There's 18 cheap ways to uh, improve your experience on your deck. Your deck experience. How do you feel about that? I like them all. How I think we, the how, water feature is a good idea. Do you but, use your deck quite a bit? Uh, I do, yeah. I, how big's your deck? Uh, is that a personal pretty, question? It's a pretty big deck. Really? It's wide. <laughs> it's not that deep, though. <laughs> okay. 
It's only got one access point. No. <laughs> yeah, most of them do. Uh, no, it's a it's a fair size deck. It's probably about the same size as those patios that we built. For, okay. Yeah. So what do you do out there the most? You, you go out there uh, barbecue. Yeah. Do you sit out in your deck quite a bit? I sit out on my deck at, in the evening because I don't have air conditioning, so my uh, house gets yes, a little hot. Absolutely. So, right? Go sit out in the back, the have a nice cold drink, and and even just sit on my phone. Right. Are there any things on this list of 18 things that you didn't think of before that now going through it, you're like, I'm going to do that on my deck. Oh, I should do that. It's, yeah. Definitely going to get some lights and a pergola. Yeah. I mean, I've always wanted one. Yep. But I think a pergola will replace my umbrella. So. Oh, really? Yeah. So you're going to swap one for another on this list. Well, it'll create more of that space. I got to admit, I was a bit jealous when Kruger Construction posted his picture. I know. (laughs) I was like, that looks badass. Right? (laughs) I I want that space. And I'm like happy with what I've brought my space to this year, but his was like super cozy. Oh, yeah. Cabana was a perfect word for that because his looked like deadly. Yeah. It felt indoorsy, yet it was outdoors. That's going to be my goal for next year is like transform my backyard into more of a cabana style space. Yeah, man. I love that. Who doesn't want that? Exactly. Uh, if there's anything we missed, water features, we kind of, like, I thought about it around this fire table portion, because like, I kind of wanted the same a little bit, fire and water, whatever, but um, certainly water tables, or even those little bubblers, mm-hmm. I was thinking about before too, you could certainly add to your backyard. Um, those are really cool. They can be a little bit trickier, because you might need to run water lines and whatever potentially to it, unless it's got a self-sustaining pump or something, but um, but they are cool. Yeah. Like, they can give you something to stare at. It does give you that nice sound in the backyard, too. It's like mm-hmm. a little bit of serenity back there. So they're really cool, too. So give it a 19. We'll add that in there as well. A water table? A water something. Water, water fish, feature. Fish tank. Yeah, fish <laughs> tank outside. That'd be cool. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Go out and enjoy your deck. They're amazing spaces. This is why we do what we do. See you next week. Hey, thank you for listening to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Now you know what we're about. Check the site, come and shop. UltimateDeckShop.com. Hit us right away for sponsorships. So tell us if you want to collaborate. Let's go. Check us out on any social networks. Thank you for listening.